that's most of them actually. Yeah. That's oh. Riverdale. Um, <laughs> that's most of the CWs. That's most of the CWs. Somebody's killed somebody and they're lying about it. People need to stop doing that. I hear very makes for a very stressful working and learning environment. That's very dramatic. I highly recommend. Do you now? Yeah, I don't have any though. <laughs> <laughs> if it's I really, did, I though, it's a I will. Mood point. This is where I would put my <laughs> If I had yeah. one, okay. it'd be really, it'd be really good. Yeah, it'd be worth talking about. I think. Well, well, do you do you like have plans at all? Or no, I'm hoping that it's going to be just like spur, spur of the, the moment. moment. Just yeah, like real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in a rage. Set of passion. Yeah, sometimes. you just want it to come naturally, you know. Speaking of when the Jeff, mood is right, it's got to come from passion, right? Yeah. Oh Speaking yeah. of that, uh, that weed whacker sure does look sharp. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go check that out? Later? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe after the, the session night, we can, oh, we can. But if rip you murder Jeff, who's gonna do all the bear voices? I would never murder Jeff. <laughs> if Jeff mysteriously disappears, he's gonna He'll do mysteriously all the disappear in a weed whacking accident. <laughs> He's going to do all the bear voices. And welcome back to the seventh star to the right podcast. You always shake your head at my segues. Uh, no, I love your segues. This is an audio medium, Jeff. You don't <laughs> yeah, have which is why I'm calling on. it out because no one else can see it, but I can see it. No, He's that's sitting right serious. across from me. That's just for us. <laughs> Philip doesn't have a head and you know this. <laughs> <laughs> and no one can prove I do. <laughs> uh welcome to session 48 how are you guys doing <laughs> fine yeah yeah all right i'm gonna leave it there okay <laughs> all right um cool what do you guys remember from last time we found barrington berry bear of the bear stain bears yes yes you 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 ran into barrington at the end, whose nickname is Barry. That's what I said. Yeah, it sure is. Yep. Other things happened. Oh, mm. we also followed Barrington Barry Bears Bearing um, in a direction and Barely found him. Which you remembered cool. the thing. He's in a bush. Yeah. yeah, he was. A berry he... bush. <laughs> oh, no. He should have been. Is he, is he Jeff? Is he in a berry bush? Yes, he's in a berry bush. By, def- by definition, <laughs> Barrington Penny Bears bushes. bearing led to a berry bush. <laughs> Fuzzy wuzzy. Oh no! <laughs> but there were other yeah. things that happened. Anyone care to to reflect on any of those things? Anybody want to own up to any mistakes? <laughs> Like how how much drinking that they perhaps did. No, that was fine. That was two sessions ago. No, that was... Well, Well, you are regretting it last section. Oh, okay. Um, Because we cut off our our cliffhanger from part one to part two was the note on the door. mm -hmm. So like y'all went to that bar and then you came back and you saw that note that was like, go to this bar and then we were like, oh, okay. Jeff suspiciously had the name of that bar just oh, like, ready to go. Ready to go. Teed up. I wonder if anything was going to happen there. <laughs> we spoke to, was it Selena? Serena? Celine. Celine. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, you talked to Celine. <laughs> she gave you a bunch of information, some relevant to Arcus and what happened to him after he stepped on that mine in Aeon. Yep. Um, kind of the intervening time that happened afterwards but as as far as Celine knew Arcus passed away uh due to those injuries 
Yeah, because um, you got lied to. Yeah. Um, also, we learned a lot of stuff about Wycliffe. You did. Mm-hmm. Remind me of the things you learned about Wycliffe. So we've learned so many things. Um, first of all, they're outputting more things than they should be able to by everyone's <clears throat> calculations. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I suspect robots, but it's probably not robots. That would be some weird sci-fi nonsense. Um, so basically, then where we're at now which is Nova Voxis, hired the Fire Fangs to kind of go figure out why that is happening and then also maybe stop them so they aren't able, so that Wycliffe is not able to drive Nova Voxis out of business. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a currently a Fire Fang perimeter set up around Wycliffe, and that is where Mari is, who is the bear that Arcus, Arcus wants, wants to yeah. see. And meet up with, but we decided to go after Barry first because there's suspicion that if um, Pycletes, who is the leader of the Firefangs, stumbles upon him first, then they will kill him. And we are very pro bears continuing to live in this household. Mm. I think that I think that's very reasonable. Right next to no child <laughs> yeah. slavery. Right next to no human trafficking and yeah, child slavery. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Rules number one and two. <laughs> and then three is like, we like a nice bear. <laughs> we like a nice bear. No, no killing nice bears in, in this nope. house. Now, bad bears, they can be lit on fire yeah. for all we care. When and their house. Apparently been. not. <laughs> Try to shoot them, it just pisses them off. I was referring to not Cyril, enough. but you know. who? Well, he didn't try to light him on fire. Yet. It's true. To be fair. Somebody else tried to light him on fire. We just let his secondary location on fire. We burned down his summer home. <laughs> so uh, the other important things that I have in my notes are uh, Alex actually cracking out the biosionics mm-hmm. to both help out Arcus, who was seen double from probably a concussion, and Micah from the hell that she was about to end up in. Oh, yeah. Only the most important. Don't drink, uses. kids. <laughs> um, it's no good. Additionally, we have learned that Arcus has a not a bear sweatshirt. Yes. Pretty good. Pretty right. good sweatshirt. Pretty good sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Sweatshirt. Um, yeah. So we can uh, jump right in with that. We left off uh, in the exact same way <laughs> that we left off a while ago. I sure am. Uh, we're off Let's on this again. Bears hero journey. <laughs> take that one more time. Uh, Jeff, I, do, you, do you need your line? Yeah, line, please. <laughs> um, I sure am original. <laughs> I sure am original <laughs> with those uh, with those endings. So um, you got Barry. Let me describe this this bear again. I was going to say this man, but it is not a bear. It is man bear. Man bear. Bear man. Bear man. Oh, I should make a man bear pig. Anywho, um, you see coming out of this berry bush. Has anyone made that joke before? (laughs) (laughs) Write that down. Write that down. Um, Out of this berry bush, he was originally brandishing a a weapon, a laser rifle at you, Micah. You were the one who saw him, I believe. Um, An older Ursa man with black fur and a yellow snout. A streak of yellow forms a V on his neck and upper chest. A deep scar runs over a cloudy eye that pulls at the left corner of his mouth, leaving his face in a permanent sneer. And he goes, Arcus? What? 
To which Arcus goes, Barry? Um, then this starts. And then, and then we get into the scene. I mean, uh, Bear, uh, Barry immediately drops the weapon and goes and just bear hugs Arcus. Not just a regular hug From between bear. bears, but like tries to lift Arcus off the ground and like, Suplex them <laughs> right into the right into the ground. Dude, I just fixed those. Oh man, um, it's been wild seeing you uh, again. This is Barry speaking, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. You're probably gonna have to annotate uh, those. Yeah. <laughs> what if Barry just like was like, "Hi, <laughs> I'm not your average bear." <laughs> oh God. All right. Do you care to enter my uh, picnic? <laughs> Anywho, um, we're already slap happy starting off. Um, so Barry goes, uh, Arcus, it's it's great to see you. Um, who are your friends? And Arcus goes, uh, right. Um, this is Micah, Claire, hey. Nona, and Alex. Oh, yeah. Claire's here. Hi. <laughs> I'm, I'm always kind of here. Um, Hi. We, we heard you. You ran. So we we. Followed your bearing, and I guess we were able to, yeah. to find you. Uh, good on Nona for, for getting that spot. And Barry goes, yeah, how did you find me? <laughs> That's Jeff's way of saying, how dare you roll that eye? <laughs> I used the sensors. All right. I Okay. I'm good at things. She's good at computers. I haven't, I haven't flown in a little bit, um, so I must have not turned off my sensors. Uh, well, I'm glad you guys found me. Um, I was going to hawk that ship and then try and find you, Arcus, and then get out of here. Um, and Arcus goes, well, uh, Barry, I, I'm, I'm really happy to see you, but, um, I, I would like to see Mari before I leave Fistos. And Barry just sort of nods at this and goes... Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, uh, have you thought about how you are going to do that? I hear she's holed up at Wycliffe right now. And last I heard, Pycleides is heading out there to oversee things. And Arcus goes, that I was not aware of. Yeah, we thought he was going to come after you. Oh, um, I don't know. I... Part of his sun guard, but I think after um, that whole fight between, uh, you know, what? I should probably explain a little bit of the things that happened. Um, Arcus, uh, after you stepped on that uh, mine, um, we, we weren't sure if you were ever going to wake up again. Um, Mari was doing her best to keep you stable, um, but by Cleides you know, very warrior mindset. He doesn't like carrying around, for lack of a better word, dead weight. Um, so Arcus, uh, he, um, he gave me the order to, uh, take care of you and not in like, a mother nurturing sort of way, but like, as one takes care of a problem. Um, Thanks for clarifying. I don't know. It could be different things. Uh, yeah. No, for sure. Um. So we were in the um 
the Magalka system at the time. And I figured that I knew some people on Horisiame might be able to get you fixed up. Um, so I took a, a shuttle and dropped you off there and told Pycleides that it was, it was done. Um, left you with your stuff. If you ever woke up, which clearly you did. Um, but yeah, I, I think the only reason that Pycleides didn't kill you is, um, wouldn't necessarily do well for morale. Um, and that's really it. I, I, he's a, a different person than the one we grew up with. You know, morale didn't look like I was doing so hot just from that whole display to start with, to be totally honest with you. And Barry looks over at you, Mike, and says, yeah, um, Stavros, the commander before Pycleides, was much more of a um, charismatic leader, one that you, you know, could you could beat his chest and make you try and run into a brick wall. Whereas um, Pycleides is much more of the Machiavellian, I think that's the oh, word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> better to be feared than loved kind of deal. You can catch more bears with vinegar than honey. <laughs> I've never heard that expression before, but I'll take your word for it. I don't think we really need help catching bears. We seem to have found several of them on our own. Um, yeah, so I was going to maybe hop over to East Haven or maybe Sonobutan, hawk the ship, and catch a ride back to a um, on one of their cargo ships or something like that. Um but I, I suppose it, it makes sense to try and stick around with. I'm sorry, Arcus. I wasn't able to stand up to him. I um. It's one of my regrets. Narcus just, um, sympathetically almost reaches out and pats uh, Barry on the shoulder. He says, "No hard feelings. You were, you were given some tough orders, and you did what you had to do. I just, I, before." Anything I want to see, Mari, just let her know at the very least I'm alive. And then what she decides to do after that is up to her. Barry sort of just nods at that and looks up at, at the group and says, Well, does anyone have any plans uh, to how to do that then? Because um, mine was pretty much hightailing it out of here. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's the end goal. Um, I think we've just shaved off a couple steps in your plan, um, but there are a couple more steps that we want. Uh, first of all, you two are happy to leave. Or maybe happy isn't the right uh, adjective, but you are planning on leaving Fistos. That's what you're doing. You have a, a another planet in mind. Strike it off there. Arcus uh, kind of looks a little bit lost, and Barry says, "Um, really anywhere but where the fire fangs are is a is a great start." Um, I've been on the down low, keeping in touch with uh, Rodana. Um, 
Pycleides' uh, daughter. Um, oh, yeah. She has a, a group out in, I think, the Metanar system or something yeah, like that. Freelancers. Yeah, they're all right. Ar- Ar- Arcus <laughs> just fine. says they know each other. We're subcontracted to them at the moment. There he goes. Oh, how fun. <laughs> yeah, but not what otherwise a, what affiliated. a small universe, huh? <laughs> yeah. Our opinions do not represent opinions of Rodana, Fu, uh, or any other members of the Paragon Freelancers and or the Paragon Freelancers as a company. I have to say that every time. <laughs> they made you sign like some... No, some, like, no, this no. is all something that I have to do for me. Oh, so you don't have any like liability or anything. I've never really thought about it. Oh, all right then. <laughs> so yeah, no, we know her. <laughs> Is that is that helpful? Do you think the Pergon freelancers is a good end goal? I mean, she took a bunch of the fire fangs with her when she split off. Um, a lot of relatives, but I think that there's some general sentiment that she maybe didn't have a bad idea when she left Pycleides in the dust. Great. So, I mean, we, we can do that. If you think of something else in the meantime that you'd like to do, just... Uh, let us know and we can do that instead. Um, this fighter isn't like, it's like a full-size ship. It doesn't fit in the cargo hold of our ship, does it? Um, um if, so right now what I'm just, I'm in, li- we tuck in the mirrors. <laughs> I'm literally picturing like an X-wing kind oh, of deal. Oh man, me too. Um, so if you <laughs> trimmed off the wings, uh, it could not, <laughs> Like, if you broke it down, you could, but I don't think in the piece that it is currently, it would fit within the cargo hold. Okay. Um, do you have a contact that would be interested in buying the ship? And or do you have anything else that would be useful? Weapons or anything you managed to take from the Firefanks? Uh, yeah. Um, I was able to get out my own power armor, a uh, couple of different laser rifles and assorted weapons, um, some credits here and there, about uh, 2,000 in total. Um, I didn't have a buyer yet, uh, but I figured if I'd strolled up with a whole fighter that I'd be able to broker something, at the very least for scraps. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we can, you know, maybe make sure everything's off, stowed away, and see if we can get a buyer for all of you. You'll, you'll probably need the credits. Um, before that, our last kind of checklist item before we can leave, you were trying to meet with Mari. Um, do we have any way of contacting her at all? Does she do patrol duty or is she fully stationary? Will she always be in the camp? Just any kind of information I can get is helpful for planning. Uh, yeah, so um, I don't know how much Arcus has told you about Mari, but um, she's a very rare biocyon. Um, you see not a ton of Ursum get, gain the gift, even less so than the number of humans. And from what I understand, that's still a pretty low number. Um, and Pycleides not too much caring for anything other than Ursum. A, a biocyon or some who can get people, you know, back up and running if they get hurt is really sought after. Um, probably why he wanted Arcus to be gotten rid of. He is aware of the 
the relationship the two of them had. Um, so I assume that him going to, you know, the camp is to be close by to her. She doesn't really see combat at all. Mm. She'd mostly stick around the camp. Okay. That complicates things just a little bit. We're, we're assuming all of these people in the camp are Pycleides like people. There's no there's no in there that you can think of. Um the the sentiments honestly um are probably fifty fifty. Okay. Um and of the fifty that don't approve of Pycleides, there's probably about half of those who are afraid to act. Um, but it's a growing number, and there have been some um not necessarily mutinies, but uh, refusal of executing orders and those Ursum were disciplined. Got it. Okay. Yeah, we, I need to think. How many folks are around that camp, you think, more or less? Um, it's probably about uh, half of the entire Fire Fangs slowly building up more and more as they build up that camp ready to do the, the frontal assault. Um, so probably about 500 or so or some. That's a lot. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> if she's just hanging out there, I was wondering if maybe we could just try and like sneak in and find her, like just kind of walk in. Maybe if she's around the edges. I don't know how else we're supposed to get in touch. But that was my only thought. Well, there's a couple of things. Um, I'm not entirely sure what the frontal assault will necessarily look like, but I assume that Pycleides is going to go in with it. He would look weak if he didn't. Um, but he has never brought in, brought Mari into the front lines at all. So it's possible that during the time of the assault, there will be less people behind They'll really just be protecting the supplies and preparing for any casualties that might come in. And then Mari is there to triage the casualties and heal the ones that need to be healed. Um, it might be that point that she is the most um, available. And you're thinking Pycleides is going to do this whole assault thing like pretty soon, it sounds like. They're kind of gearing up for it, like moving folks in. Yeah, we haven't. Uh, the standing orders were um, to be ready to move within the next two days. Okay, damn, yeah. So, yeah, maybe that is the best time to try and get a hold of her. Did Claire have a moment where she was being able to send messages to people? That's a thing, right? Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah. She, um, she can connect with people over a certain amount of certain amount of distance uh i'd have to look up exactly how long um but she also needs to have made contact with them before so i think at the very least needs to be able to see them once um but then i think after that she can try and like connect over a, a distance she did that with um i think micah mm -hmm. when you were looking for her and she was being held by the sharp claws yeah as far as we know, she hasn't experimented with that a whole bunch, right? Like, we don't know if she looked at a picture of Mari, if that would be, like, enough, or if she has to, like, meet her. She's at, she's right here. 
Um, uh, I, I thought um, we were talking out of character because yeah. we're not necessarily telling Barry that she's a telepath. Yeah, let's that, not that's, do that. That's fair. And then at the very least, there. It, I assume this feels like it would have come up before, um, so that you Flashback. are aware. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! Um, and you guys are all huddled around without Arcus there. It's just ahead. the four of you. Can and she goes, um, well, I can only really connect with people that I've you know, connected with before. So I need to see them first and have that, that connection sort of read into their, their metadimensional flow. Um, and, and once I do that, I can, you know, uh, try and like lock into that radio signal again. You know, I, I kind of first have to see them and, and understand what their, their, their signal is before I can like actually lock into it again. Oh, that makes See, a lot of sense, Claire. Thanks. Thank you Speaking for explaining of that. radio signal. Let's go make dinner. <laughs> Thank you for explaining that in advance. I'm Ooh. sure it will be helpful. Flash <laughs> Flashing forward. <laughs> no, but actually, speaking of radio signals, there was that one time where, oh, frick, what's his name? The Karate Boy. Aaron Bershon? No. No. The Karate Boy. Karate? Oh, uh, oh. Sato. That's it. Where we made his Dorian radio Gray. or something say words yeah yeah claire did that i i think you guys hacked into his radio yeah we set uh, up that a wasn't like fake, a telepathic thing we I don't set up think. a fake radio tower that was blasting at the frequency that he was listening to so it like overwrote the the physical thing hmm. can we do something like that again does molly like music <laughs> just check a radio at her head from really far away does she like jazz <laughs> She's always listening to Alanis Morissette, so. Oh, mm. <laughs> I don't have a pun for that. <laughs> Sorry, it's all right. I couldn't think of it fast enough, so that's that's honestly on me. Something, something, jagged little pill. What? No, no, I was thinking of the name. Okay, oh, that's fair. Barry Manilow. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> oh, I got, I got one. I got one. I got oh, one. she should have been the a fan one, of Barry Manilow. The one moment that David cannot think of a pun is for Alanis Morissette. Well, that's rather ironic. Don't you think? <laughs> is this a musical theater joke? No, Alanis no, Morissette ironic. wrote ironic. And exactly. isn't it ironic? Oh. That song I always forget is called Aaron. Okay, whatever. It's like getting a free ride when you've already paid. Okay, Philip. anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I tried I tried my best to be funny. It was not funny. <laughs> we can move on. Um, okay. Spitballing ideas. Paper airplane, perfectly thrown. <laughs> uh radio, perfectly thrown. Um, we bury something in the ground. Mari finds it. Profit. <laughs> Um, we might be able to do something with robots. We could send in Argos. <laughs> oh my! With God. a message in his mouth. The message is not bad. <laughs> I would rather not. You know, uh, that's how that's, that's right. Out. That's th- th- there are no bad ideas. We're just okay. spitballing. Thank uh, you for letting us know that you yes. are uncomfortable there, Claire. <laughs> it's important to, to set boundaries. Yes. yes. Um. Uh, and Barry speaks up and says, um, "So." You guys saw what uh, the Archimedes power armor that um, Pycletes has, the thing with the glaive and Hence the other That's why pits. we're trying to go stealth. Right. No. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, that power armor is a bit of a 
double-edged sword. Um, he's basically a candle burning at both ends. Um, if we are able to get the um, the apparatus that he has on his chest off of him, the receiver, um, then he's going to be a lot easier to deal with. But obviously that requires getting it off of him. More terrible spitball ideas. I, who did not speak to Pycleides, pretend that I'm work. Well, I am working, so I wouldn't really be lying. Um, I'm working for a letter and am there on some stupid paperwork business kind of idea. Gets me into camp. There's another idea. There you go. Um, Pycleides can't really say no to, like... Anyone from Nova Voxis, um, maybe like seeing the camp since they're working there, maybe we could get like someone from Nova Voxis to pass on a, a note or something. There's only one person. There's only a single man who could possibly be up to the job. Amazing. Let's do it. And I'm not so desperate. Smash cut to just this lanky old man who is just dropping constantly all of these papers. Yeah. It's definitely going in the idea pile. <laughs> so we have two days. Um, and this is, you know, we do something now. Or we do something after the sortie, after the invasion of of Whitcliffe or whatever. Uh, but not during. I feel like that's pretty bad if, like, you know, we try to go in there and everybody already has their guns out. Like, you know, personally, <laughs> not a good time. I would ideally like to find a way for us to avoid going in there at all, as that sounds like a way for us to die, mostly. I mean, I think that there's growing sentiment that Pycleides might not be a good leader. I don't know exactly how we would go about doing it, but perhaps showing that, causing some unrest within the Fire Fangs themselves. Start a revolution. Start a revolution. Uh, Start a revolution. We just, we just <laughs> had a revolution we just, at home. I will never have enough. <laughs> we have I will never be satisfied. <laughs> that revolution isn't done yet. I know. Let's go finish your first revolution before we start your second. Now you're just being wasteful. McDonald's. There are revolutionless kids in Africa. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I feel like you might need to spearhead that one. I don't know if they're going to listen to us on that kind of topic unless, I mean, what are you thinking? Are you like challenge Pycleides to another fight? I don't think that's going to work out very well. No, I don't want to challenge him to a fight. He's going to beat anyone. Um, the only way we'd beat him in a fight is if we were able to either everyone gang up on him or steal his, his receiver for uh, the power armor that he has. Um, But myself and uh, Arcus here, we were both sun guard, which, well, we weren't leaders, but we were the... um, Lovers. Hmm. Lovers? (laughs) Hmm? Your words are mine. (laughs) You said it. Oh, no, we were were like his, uh, for lack of a better word, royal guard, the best of the best. There was uh, only about three of us 
And, you know, Arcus passed away. Well, like passed away, quote unquote, was no longer with the Fire Fangs. So Selene was brought up. And then there was also Terrence. Mm. Terrence Firefang. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do you want to we yeah. talk about <laughs> We don't talk about Terrence. Um, nope, that's the name, and I'm sticking with All it. All right, sounds good. Uh, and then there was me. Um, if we're able to get a hold of, of Celine and Terrence before they elect another sun guard, like perhaps us rebelling openly would um, cause some kind of unrest. See, I can't you, guarantee anything, though. Yeah, what you're describing, though, is less of a revolution and more of a coup. Yeah. Um, mm. So so I, I feel like the, the big distinction between those is what has Pyclides done wrong that has made him no longer worthy of leadership so much? Is is there, like, is, is kind of this fear? I, and I'm not familiar with... Um, yeah, so I don't know how much you know about Ursum. Um, Very little. Fair. Um, It is not, although we are oftentimes aggressive as a group, we are not violent for the sake of pleasure, but to take what is theoretically ours. Pycleides has crossed that line more than once. While that isn't necessarily a death sentence for an Ursum. If he was not the leader, he would very possibly have been removed and clanless now. But because he's as strong as he is, people kind of let him get away with it. But that's... I'll take those reasons, absolutely. I think that that's, you know, if that is real and... If he was a normal uh, sim, he would be clanless at the moment. That's a very good argument and reason to start um, challenging that, you know, position of power. Obviously, it can't be us. And if it's going to be you guys, then you can't leave. Obviously, like the get out of get off of the planet is not the end point anymore. You have to stay and, and take power. And do you want to do that? Is that the thing that you're interested in? Um, I entered the the tournament for the last one, um, the last chance for a commander to be chosen. Was beaten by Pycleides pretty heavily, but um, so was Arcus over there. As Arcus kind of just shrugs and says, he threw sand in my eyes. It was a cheap shot. Still not over that, huh? No. Uh. And Barry goes on and says, but I'm honestly a little bit past all of that. Um, if anything, Celine would be a good replacement, though. Can she take him one-on-one? Is that how you become? Well, uh, generally, it like. not. it's not often that a, a, a Firefang commander abdicates or is overthrown. Oftentimes they die in battle or they get slow enough that uh, they die in battle. <laughs> so we cool. have to kill him in yeah. battle. Make it look like an accident. Um, I don't, yeah. I, f- I feel like I should have mentioned this earlier. I don't, 
I'm not super into assassination jobs, if that's all going towards. No, I don't think we have to necessarily kill him, but I think a lot of his power comes from the people around him. And obviously the power armor, but if he doesn't have the people around him... He doesn't have the power of friendship. And also, just to clarify here, we are doing this so that we can get in contact with Mari, or have we moved past that and decided to... I'm spitballing ideas to be able to see Mari because right now Pycletes is standing between us and Mari. Pycletes has a leader. Yeah. Look, guys, I um, I appreciate the sentiment and I think the Fire Fangs are in a need for change in management, but I don't necessarily think that um, that's necessary here. Uh, it sounds like in, in the... Um, you guys ran into to Celine out while you were doing your mission, right? Mm-hmm. And she was with a couple of people. Mm-hmm. Let's just talk to those people. They'll probably be around the frontal assault. Um, if it was part of the security crew that I he- heard went out with them, it's likely the security crew from Nova Voxus will be overseeing this invasion. If we can get in good with them, talk to them, maybe we can just, you know, pass a note and let Mari know where I am, maybe give her a number or something so we can talk. And then maybe she can just leave. Okay. Yeah, right. you know, that's that makes sense. Let's do that. Um, right, back to Nova Voxis. Uh, Barry, are you coming on board with us or what's what's the best thing to do here? At the very least, you should move your ship because when I was landing, I knocked some trees over and that's going to be incredibly obvious from the air. Um, Do you have a big sweatshirt? <laughs> uh, yeah, I Perfect. have. I, I have my I'm not a bear two shirt. <laughs> also, <laughs> I yeah, if you guys are, are willing to maybe give me a ride back and off planet that that kind of solves everything. I'm okay with really sticking with Arcus and trying to see him through. I feel partially responsible for things. Great, great, great. Can I hide out on your place? Because I think I'm in the same, you know, class as Arcus right now where if Pike Lady sees me, he's going to try and kill me. Perfect. I think it would be a good idea still to potentially move the other ship. Even if we don't intend to sell it, we could put it somewhere that maybe could throw people off our trail by some time. Yeah, if you want me to just put it somewhere else, it's also a perfectly good ship. Uh, it could be my payment for you guys if I you want to break it to down or scrap or something. <laughs> I'm not going to need it anymore. It can't get out of a, st- uh, a, uh, a system or anything like that. It doesn't have a spike drive, but it's a decent enough. It got me here. Yeah. You know, I was thinking if we just took the wings off, I bet that would fit in our cargo hold. <laughs> what would we do with the wings? I don't know. Save them for later. Fly. We could put it back on, right? So so I will absolutely take this ship. You guys uh, will be set if you leave planet. You have like some some way. If you want to keep buying a, a if you want to keep finding a buyer and they're like generous and you want to throw us a cut of that, uh, I will, I would also take that. I don't know how people feel. I prefer, I prefer the ship, but... I, I, 
What a, I, I mean, I would probably have to work through some things considering I was hired by Nova Voxis as part of the Fire Fangs and so Everhaven and Sonobutan probably wouldn't be super happy about that. And I figured, well, I have a very expensive ship. You can just take that. I just want to leave. I figured that would be a good enough thing. So um, it's basically the same for me either way. Okay, we'll take the ship then. Um, yeah, uh, Nona, do you want to be in charge of hiding it? And maybe we'll probably also have to replace the credentials on this one. Um, not that not that we've done that before. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's it's um, it belongs to the Fire Fangs. A little bit of a hot ship. Yes, a little bit of a hot ship. Does that mean we should play flames on this one too? I think it already has some. Oh no, that's that's just mm. teeth. <laughs> yeah, that's the the emblem. Yeah. Just teeth. The hot teeth. <laughs> what? Hot teeth. It's spreading. <laughs> all, right, all right, cool. Um, I guess we're keeping the ship then. Yeah. So this is gonna be. It's not easy no. to take the wings off of a. I would a imagine starship. not. No, our best bet is our best bet's probably to. To hide it somewhere yeah. until we can actually like come collect it when oh, we're about right. to leave. Okay, yeah, that, that that's mm-hmm. that's easy enough. Um, the, there is uh, a question though. Mm-hmm. Right now, you guys are on the edge of what is sort of livable land into uh, that sort of fades into the Vistasen wastes. Um, which side do you want to put it on? Or do you want to keep it sort of in the same general area, just a little bit farther away from a very clear landing spot? I think the biggest thing I would want to do is move it off of the trajectory because how we found Barry originally was we set off on his original heading away from um, Nova Voxis and then just pinged a bunch. So I don't even care about getting it necessarily farther away so much as like we could move in like a circle kind of around Nova Voxis, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Such that somebody looking for it and go, let's head off on this trajectory that he was seen leaving on ends up going in the completely kind of wrong direction. All right. So the he also didn't make it too far outside of the radius of Nova Voxis. Mm-hmm. He was probably about 30 minutes to an hour outside. Mm-hmm. Do you want to expand that radius as well? Because that starts to get you farther and farther, like into that that sort of transitionary <laughs> zone. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, I definitely don't want to just land it in a pile of evil quicksand or have the water eat it or anything like that. So I think it's worth risking it, keeping it on the the sort of safer side of things, mm-hmm. but close to the edge of the safer side of things and definitely on a different trajectory, I think is the two main things I'm thinking. Okay. Other people thoughts? Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Is is there any kind of like reversible sabotage we could do so that even if they like find it, they can't immediately fly it away and they have to like put a bunch of manpower into hauling it? Like what you did to the <laughs> bikes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It might be harder to do on a ship. Um, I, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say that's that's a lot harder than doing it to the bikes. That's not just like taking some kind of like fuel cap or something like that. I'm gonna um, take a wing. <laughs> you can't fly. You can't this. fly without this wing. <laughs> 
It's up to you. What do you, what do you guys want to do? So you, you've, I'm just going to like I gloss, gloss yeah, yeah, over yeah, this. Sure. Um, you guys are moving the, this sort of um, ship, ship, this, this X-wing for, for lack of a better word to slightly off the, well, not slightly circling around the bearing. So it's like a completely separate yeah. bearing than the one that was taken by yeah. Barry. Um, this is the Ursa Minor. <laughs> yes. uh, that, was, that was a good one. I got okay. that, that one got a chuckle out of me. You went Arctic and we're going Antarctic. <laughs> um, right. So, but not too... Bears. <laughs> bears. Not too much farther away yeah. than what it currently is. Um, what are you doing to the ship itself? I mean, um, I believe the standard sort of hiding things, I think we would power it down such that it is completely powerless, hopefully cannot be picked up on sensors that are looking for active signals versus, you know, metal. If somebody's looking for metal, they're probably just going to find it. Um, And then I think attempt it kind of standard camouflage. He had some things going on where I think when we first spotted it, there was like branches and stuff put on top of it. Mm-hmm. So something very similar to that. Yeah. All right. That, that all makes sense. So, so not yeah. necessarily um, sabotaging it at all. No, I don't. I, I think if it's going to take significant time to sabotage it, I don't think it's worth it. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, you guys do that. Um, cool. it, it's, it's pretty standard. You're just sort of moving things around. You get, Barry to to fly it over and park it. Um, this this whole sort of situation probably takes about hour hour and a half to sure. like relocate it, hide it, get everything together, and then also move. I assume fly back to Novavoxis then, right? Fly us back to Novavoxis, not it. Sorry. Yes, everyone, <laughs> including <laughs> Barry yeah, and gets Arcus. on the Phoenix and okay. flies back. You guys do that. We did it. Yeah. Wow. Um, anything that you guys, uh, any conversations that you want to have in the interim, either with Barry, Arcus, both of them, none of them, Claire? So mm. we're sending a note. What's the best thing to maybe get Mari's attention without getting Pike diseases? It's a little weird. It's a little sus if somebody comes up and is like, hey, we have this note for your medic, sir. It's official business. Don't look at it. Don't read it. You don't need to know. Hmm. I didn't really think about that. I thought we'd just like pass her a note or something like that. Um, but you're right. That is kind of weird. We could shoot one of them in the leg. How? How? That's the wrong kind of message, though. No, 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 no. I mean, one of the, the messenger people. Oh, my leg. I we, need a medic. And we could then... sneak a horse's head into a bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, not, that's actually not bad. I, kinda, I don't mind that. The um, horse's head idea or the injured messenger the injured, idea? I think something similar to that's not bad. Um, but, and I hate this, it does involve me for some reason going into the camp because... What are we going to do? Tell, like, Volker Red or, God forbid, Dr. Lucius Leggett <laughs> to, like, sneak this message? I feel like one of us has to go and you two exchange words, let's say, with Pycleides. So that leaves me and Claire, and Claire's literally a child. <laughs> no offense, Claire. 
Yeah, none taken. <laughs> so. I. I have an idea. Um, I'm not entirely sure if it'll work. Um, but when uh, I was with the Fire Fangs and Mari was also with the Fire Fangs. And we were happy. And we were happy. <laughs> I. Uh, one of the first times when we were sort of together. Um, August. This, no, but like I like it, it wasn't a date. We're not dating. Um just fucking Clarence, excuse me, Clarence, right. I, I don't I don't know that man. word. What does that word mean? Oh, oh honey. No. You need to get no, on the I, internet more, Claire. She does not. We we had recently um came across her in one of our raids and intro- introduced her and I was told to sort of bring her around the the whole um encampment and you were gruff but kind <laughs> do you want me to give you the the information or do you want to like shit on me and you know my perhaps romantic and perhaps shared romantic feelings for another person I love your romantic feelings and perhaps shared perhaps I I maybe August. I am really invested in finding out. Please, no, Barry, please tell me Barry just gives him a, a pat on the shoulder as he just sort of like groans in the middle distance. No, no, you're right. I'm sorry. It's been a long day. Well, um, don't make fun of me. I'm sorry. But where we were at the time, there was... Um, oh, garden. <laughs> there was a secret garden. Oh. <laughs> And she had my Lily's hazel eyes. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> the breadsticks came in droves. <laughs> uh, I'm sure everyone will get that uh, Secret Garden, the musical reference that I just uh, made. David was Absolutely just talking about not. Olive Garden. <laughs> God keep your jokes universal, man. <laughs> when you're here. <laughs> your bears. Anyway, there was a there was a field of lilacs on the south side of the camp. So I said, "Do you want to, you know, go with me to the south side of camp? I hear the the lilacs are nice when all of that." Um, I don't know. Maybe getting that like into a conversation somehow um, will, you know, make something click because we reference sort of it back and forth. Um, even when there wasn't lilacs on the south side of camp, we would say, hey, you want to go see the lilacs on the south side of camp at night? And just, shut up! Oh, wow! So you yeah. no one very sweet story, but yeah. you guys were like, definitely fucking hot! Huh? <laughs> <laughs> <I>, mm. <laughs> no. Sorry, 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 sorry. That's adorable. Oh, my God. Oh, it's great. We love it. We love love. <laughs> so, yeah, lilacs. Great. Lilacs. Good. On the south so, side. On the south side, we'll put that in the note. Over yeah. the camp. Yeah. Of the camp. Great. Love it. No notes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. That's something that I don't think I, I, I shared or she shared with Pycletes. So if I would hope not. whoever was like reporting to them with Mari and Earshot and said something along those lines, I think that would get her attention and she might, you know, Go to either, the south either, side of camp. either go to the south side of camp, or you know, try and like talk to that person alone. That's a really good idea. Okay, so 
I'm never open up about my feelings ever again. <laughs> no, no, please do. <laughs> nope, they're shut off from everyone always. This is probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> we have fun. Um, great. Yeah. So let's let's say uh Barry and and Arcus, if you guys want to write a note to Mari, we could potentially even just stash that somewhere to the south of camp. Um Far, maybe far enough away, maybe something like that. Uh, I, I suppose, and not Dr. Leggett, but I don't know, maybe him, somebody else. Go, I drop the code for my, she maybe goes down that way. And then the message is delivered and then we can kind of go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Great. Sounds like a plan. Uh, yeah, I guess try not to draw a lot of attention to yourself. If uh, Oh, that's really easy. Yeah. <laughs> People actively try not to look at me sometimes. Okay. That was well, a joke. Be, be careful. That's all I'm trying to say. Okay, yeah. I will um, work on the note then, I suppose. Okay, yeah. No. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go do that then. Cool. You're delivering a poem, Alex. <laughs> I love that. Masculinity is so fragile. <laughs> we should find a flower. We should find a flower. That's a good thing. Yeah, I was kind of trying to figure out. So, um, Flower and a rock so the flower doesn't blow away. Sorry, I have, I have several things I'm keeping track of right now. The plan then, just correct me if I'm wrong, is to get either uh, Volker or Red to give Mari and Pycletes, by extension, or sort of in Mari's earshot, the, um, the whatchamacallit, the, the code word, which will hopefully get her to either go to that person who delivered that or to the south side of camp where she will find a note written by Argus and planted by whom? So this is, yeah. So the way I kind of had it in my mind, Alex would need to, we'd need to take, Alex would need to go to the camp with the person, um, potentially on official business. Maybe we uh, go to Letta, talk about what we discovered at Whitcliffe or like the things that we've heard about um, and try to get in on the mission to go report to Pycletes. Alex comes along. Um, meanwhile, Micah, Nona, or like, you know, the rest of the crew goes and plants the note and or if there is like a good hiding place in the South, they can stay there themselves and meet with Mari in person. Um, Alex goes into camp. They talk to Pycletes. Alex talks to Mari, drops the code word, Alex leaves, Mari at some point makes her way south and or, you know, talks to Alex and he can tell her where the meeting point is. Cool. Yeah, that, yeah, I that think, sounds like a plan. I think the idea being sending Alex in because we don't necessarily trust Red or Volcar to... Okay, but that means you have to then get in, rather than have them deliver the message, you have to find a way to be with them for some reason. Yes, yes. exactly. That's the All problem. Right. Okay, yeah. All right. That sounds like a plan, and this has been forming as you guys are heading back and you are now arriving at Nova Voxis. Uh, you guys left pretty early in the day. 
woke up and almost immediately headed out on that bearing, I believe, to try and find um, Barry before other people found him. Yep. Uh, so it's probably about midday, maybe a little bit after that, early afternoon. Um, Brian Goldstein just <laughs> hanging out there on his 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 little uh, his little comm pad, uh, his little terminal. Sees you guys land. He hails you and you land. You uh, disembark. And he says to you guys as you are disembarking, oh, hey, still uh, still haven't told Pycletes about that bearing yet. Um, have you t- been able to talk to Aletta about it? Or should I? No, no, no. We, we're just getting back. We haven't had time to send word. We're actually going to go okay. right up and talk to her, I think. All right. So just, just give me a ping when you can do that. And I can give the, the information or she can give the information or whatever. I don't know. Um Good to see you guys. Thank you, Brian. Thanks so much, Brian. Love you. <laughs> please, please leave a review <laughs> on Scream. <laughs> <laughs> like and subscribe. So, uh, you guys actually haven't. Uh, you've only been to a couple of places in Nova Boxes. You've been to the Pressure Barrel, uh, the bar, um, and you've been taken to Doctor Lucius Leggett's workshop, as well as the Inner Heart. That was once the true AI core of Nova Voxis. Mm-hmm. So you don't necessarily know where Aletta would necessarily be, nor really anyone else to talk to. Um, I think you were given some random directions to about where the fire fangs are. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's about it, or at least this half of the fire fangs. So w- what is the current plan right now to, who are you trying to track down? And um, like, w- w- what was the plan right now? Well, Oleta is the big boss person, so we should probably go talk to her first, regardless. Maybe about the coordinates, maybe about the other stuff. Not sure. I'm not sure how happy she would necessarily be about us interfering with what is going on with the firefangs, but given that is just a minor note passing goal and not say a coup, um, I, she might yeah. be willing to help us. I think what we can do is say that we're willing to help her, right? Mm-hmm. Leggett mentioned that there were lots of opportunities like around not necessarily just with him, but with other people. I'm sure one of those will involve Whitcliffe or maybe even the Firefangs. Um, if we can get like even a mission that gets us over there, that's one way to do it. It just kind of depends on who to ask, right? Oh, we probably need to go through her just to uh, like get Red or Volker on board, right? I mean, we don't really know them. Yeah, that's true. So we know they're hot. They are hot. <laughs> hey, we're trying to talk to the two hot people. <laughs> Bring me your hottest. Where people. are all the hotties? <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So we can go talk to Leggett, uh, bring that up, and then he can point us to Aletta or Volker and Red, probably. Okay. Right? Yep. All right. So you're trying to track down uh, Aletta right now, right? Yes. yes. Uh, Okie doke. I'm going to make people roll for stuff. Cool. Wow. Can you please roll a charisma connect check, please? So the connect skill is used for, like, finding people. 
or knowing people. <laughs> I guess Philip had a bad role. Oh, yeah, three. Say that. Say it again. I got three. a three. Thank you. I got a nine. <laughs> I also got a nine. Amazing. Um, <laughs> Kirsten, I'm sure you won't take any, uh, known as not necessarily the most worldly person here. So I was going to, I'm going to say that Alex was the one who was able to track down the information. Rude. But you were with him. You were I with rolled him. real good. You did. Let me have this. I, you probably had like minus three on that check or something, didn't uh, you? It was only the, minus one. The oh, thing okay. is, Alex would like go around and maybe ask people. Nona would have checked the directory and like... <laughs> You both arrive at the same conclusion. At the exact same time. <gasps> I know where she is. And then okay. like freeze frame. So, yeah. <laughs> no one is able to, to figure out from probably maybe hacking into Aletta's sure. itinerary or something like that. And you were able to find out just by talking to some of the workers. I got you a meeting at 1 p.m. with Aletta. <laughs> um, you guys found out that right now Aletta is overseeing an issue with one of the pistons in the upper levels of Nova Voxus. Um, apparently one of these giant pistons is down um, due to the fact that this entire sort of factory, this entire mega structure was meant to be constantly maintained by a true AI who could predict when things were breaking down. It is a microchip that if there is just a single piece of sand that gets into it, like the entire thing goes down right now, the microchip is compromised. Oh, no. Oh, no. The microchip. The microchip is compromised. Fix it. Hate sand. <laughs> Does anyone have a can of compressed air? Um, so you guys haven't really traveled uh, into the, the upper levels of Nova Voxes just yet, but that is where you were sent effectively if you want to meet with Aletto. Yeah. Um, so I assume then you ask around like, how does one go up the stairs of this place? <laughs> Carefully. <laughs> and it seems like the only ways to really go up and down in this entire facility are these massive elevators. These elevators could probably hold like 10 or so trucks. They are like mainly used to move materials up and down in this entire megastructure. And so they are not always moving. They're, sim they're, they're closer to a train than an elevator, um, but it goes vertically. Um, so you, have, you, you get on the, the 130 elevator ride upwards, and um, there is just a lot of people that get on. Um, you, you haven't really gotten too far into like the depths of where the workers are. Um, but it's very clear that this entire structure is just crawling with people. You, you probably, and you're talking around and maybe mentioning to someone, uh, like, Oh, how many people are here? You hear on the order of like hundreds of thousands of people are in this entire structure. Um, and all doing engineering work and, different parts of this manufacturing process. Uh, and as you go higher and higher, you just, you almost start to see just the horizon just reach out around you as you go higher and higher, as you can look off, as you go um, into the the upper levels of this megastructure. And it takes uh, some more direction before you're able to effectively find where Aletta is and the specific giant piston that she is overlooking. 
Um, but you actually walk around near the edge of um, this particular level and you can just look out and you are probably thousands of feet up in the air right now. It is quite high. Claire is hugging the other side of the catwalk and says, hey, the heights, um, they're, ooh, um, <laughs> I, I grew up on like a, a cliffside, but I never really approached the, um, the, the cliff part of it. Um, oh, that's high. And um, you're able to eventually reach uh, the area that you see Aletta talking with probably a, a group of around 10 to 15 engineers. And you just see when someone described, oh, one of the giant pistons is down, this thing is massive. It reaches up several stories. It is probably about 50 yards across, and it is just completely and utterly stuck. Um, And she dismisses them as they go off and do their things. And she turns around to see you guys and says, Oh, uh, Lucius, uh, Dr. Leggett's um, mercenaries. How are you guys? How are you guys doing? I already heard you. Um, you were able to find some stuff out there. Yes, it was. Um, it was a good mission. Um, but since then, we found ourselves sitting on our ass. So we were <laughs> wondering if you had anything, uh, any odd jobs that we could take up while we're just kind of here in the city. Odd jobs, huh? Um, there's yeah. a lot what of things you- on the to-do list. Uh, anything in particular you guys are good with? I mean, we've just kind of walked around the city for a while, um, comfortable in the wastes, uh, comfortable with guns. So, yeah, if we could, you know, stretch our legs a little bit, that's probably for the best. Um, We're not used to just kind of sitting around in one place for extended periods of time. Um, let's see. We've got the piston. Our ship uh, needs to get up in the air every once in a while. Us, it kind of. Ah, I see. Um, nothing that. Um, a lot of things are, are are local. Um, a lot of things to do with different things breaking down. There's a factory line three that's repurposed for sewage that seems to be blocked up. <laughs> I assume not something that you guys necessarily want to do. Not um, much in the way of technical work, no. Uh, so, question for you. Uh huh. Just looking at this giant piston situation, can I fix it? Um. So, uh, someone, <laughs> and I'm not looking at anyone in particular, Derek. Um, but, uh, there was a lack of lubrication. Um, and so, uh, this whole deal is just friction stuck. Uh, we have Mm. to find a way to get it moving again so we can lubricate it properly. So the lubrication can actually get into the, the, the nooks and crannies. Um, but when, it, when it's locked up like this, there's not really a, a ton that you can do other than keep pouring lubrication in, trying to give it a big old boom to make it moving again. Um, so we're trying to figure that out exactly how we can do that. Maybe just giving it more power. Um, you don't have more hands than this? Weren't there like uh, 
must you had other people working for you, right? The the Usim. There's no um no the, the fire fangs are, are are working on uh something else a little bit more up their alley maybe partially up your guys's alley as well but they they really have like um yeah uh not not to get too much into it uh if you guys want to do some like muscle work i think red and volker are, are doing a uh, a water run to the lake um occasionally there will be some uh creatures that um don't particularly take too kindly to us driving through their uh, area, but we can only get so much from rainfall. So we occasionally need to go to the lake in order to get some water. Um, you can maybe head around with them. If, if any of you are tech savvy, I hear Quark is trying to, to work on something that is way above any of my engineers' heads. Um, yeah, and I, I suppose there's also... Uh, Le uh, Dr. Lucius Leggett has a lot of things on his plate as well, so maybe you could work out something with him. Um, otherwise, I have got a lot of things here that is really just like, oh, some water lines have some methanol leaking into the system, which is generally not great for the populace yeah, and best. so stuff like that. Um, yeah, no, I think the the water run pr sounds pretty pretty good. I yeah, I think I'd go for that. Yeah, we'll, we'll ask around. Um, is there any paperwork we need to fill out when we take a job or...? Um, you're gonna, uh, there will be some supervisor there. You'll take it up with them. Just let them know that, um, uh, you, that you're, you guys are checked off. We have enough things around that any, any hands that we can get is, is, is pre-approved by me. Um, yeah. All right. Thanks. Uh, thank you for the time. And Nona, as, as she walks off and you guys break up this conversation, you see her go to this panel. Mm -hmm. Um, and this panel, there's something really familiar about it. Mm. It's some, and you can't quite put your finger on what exactly it is, but it just, it feels like, I don't know, something familiar, something that you could just easily like, it, it's like seeing a, a friend that you haven't seen in, in years, just something that clicks and there's like, oh, cool. But, um, and she starts typing away on it and you you start thinking to yourself that's not how you use one of those not entirely sure why you have these these feelings though sure i'm going to go step up to her and be like um excuse me i believe you are uh doing that incorrectly might i be of assistance uh yeah uh, sure and she she steps back as you take a look at this panel and You've been working on something kind of similar to this. Something allows you to take direct control over something, over a piece mm. of machinery. Something that you could literally link your own presence and your own being in order to control it. And you were looking at her movements and it's like, She's typing away on something. That's not how you do that. You do it like just by talking to it through this this apparatus. Mm -hmm. And you you you've been working on something like this, and it's effectively what Quinn did yeah. on Glazov Five. And it's just something that you can innately feel you could do, but yeah. you don't have to do it. Yeah. So you don't necessarily want to do it. I don't think I don't think I I need to. I don't think the correct thing to do here is to plug directly into the thing while I am 
being watched by someone. Yeah, no, I, I, I can um, because that's a that's a like hardware kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It it would be. Yeah, or at the very so least, I'm not it would gonna be, pull my USB cord out of, of my clear, arm. Um, yeah, that you are connecting to it somehow. We're not. We're not going to do that. Um, yep. I am still. I would still like to attempt to interact with it in the manual way. Um, yeah, and. As you as you start typing away, similar to what she's doing, you you get this feeling of oh, this is. Hmm. It's kind of like you have grown accustomed to doing something a very particular way, and it is like ha- if you had to move your hand by turning a dial and mm-hmm. typing in a command. It's just it doesn't feel natural. You know how it's supposed to feel, um, but as you start typing away and. You're a pretty fast typer. Sure. I feel like you would be. One would hope. Um, I'm in. Can you make a uh, an int fix check, please? Sure thing. <laughs> One second, let me do that. <laughs> How high is this number going to be? 13. I have rolled a 13. Wow. <laughs> How, what, was, what was the... Uh, Dice uh, are at 11. You know, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. So as you start just typing away, you hear a just a groan come from the, the piston that is just in front of you. And you see a bunch of people just start like looking around. And there were a couple of people like on some uh, scaffolding maybe around it. <laughs> oh, no, I have killed a man. <laughs> he falls all the way, the, the thousands of feet down. Will uh, home. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Aletta just starts to look on and in astonishment as you are doing this thing, and it, it feels gross as you're doing it. You're like, <laughs> of course, there's there's better ways to do this, um, and faster ways, and more efficient ways to do this. Olive Garden, but you're able. To- <laughs> <laughs> Olive Garden, there's better ways to do this. But you're able to to figure out, and you start typing away and typing away, and it starts. <laughs> as it still starts speeding up faster and faster until you've never seen a piece of metal that is going as fast as this thing is, as it just starts flying and going up and down on its piston. And Aletta just goes, how did you do that? I'm good with machines. My friend's wicked smart. I am wicked smart. How you like them apples? (laughs) (laughs) Um... Okay, uh, would you maybe like to, to stick around and, and do a little bit more work? I mean, Red and Volker, they obviously need, you know, a help as well. But, like, um, we could really use your help in some other places. I would be happy to offer my assistance when possible. Okay, um... Cool, because those 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 terminals they're they're all over this place, and um, you know what, what we've been able to figure out. We've been you know we we've tried to sort of make our ways with it, but I've never seen anyone even do that. Not even Lucius Leggett or Quark. Um, um, uh, yeah, okay. Um, please, if you're willing, I will make sure to pay you a premium. Seek out Quark or Doctor Lucius Leggett. I'm sure if you just tell them you're good with this sort of stuff. They'll say, sure, go ahead. Um, 
but please <laughs> that, that that's extremely helpful um yeah and cool. yeah she just <laughs> goes to to her phone and and starts seems to like take notes or something and, and, and she actually before you like maybe go to turn away she's like uh but how could you how is this this and you're like oh no you want to do this <laughs> and then this and sort of like as she just takes notes on this particular mm-hmm. one I'm going to go back to the group and go, hey, I fixed the thing. Yeah. Sick. No, it's great. <laughs> let's hope they let us leave the planet. Yeah. <laughs> this is really high up, guys. <laughs> okay, let's go. All right. <laughs> it's kind of like open air, too, you know? It's it's just like a freaking catwalk. Yeah, yeah. And there's only like yeah. a, that railing. And if that railing falls, or look, if this. Look, look, this hold, thing, on my, oh, hold on to my elbow. Hold on to my elbow. There's holes in hold this. On my, hold on to my elbow. Close okay. your eyes. Let's yeah. go. Okay. Yeah, I do wonder what OSHA has to say about all of this. What, what? Hmm? What, what has to what? Space OSHA. Space OSHA. Oh, Space OSHA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, <laughs> Of yeah. course. Space OSHA. Sosha. <laughs> Sammy Sosha. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's something, right? It's gotta be. Him and his corked bat. Um, <laughs> ha, corked. <laughs> corked bat. Um Oh, and before you, you're able to run away, uh, Oletta gets you down uh, once more and says, here's just 500 credits. Please keep <laughs> doing what you're doing. If you do more, if there's more money in that. Please just do that some more. And uh, she heads off to start berating Derek. <laughs> Suck it, Derek. <laughs> what being a software engineer is like. <laughs> so... You guys were given uh, a couple of places to go to. Um, Quark and Dr. Lucius Leggett apparently have more work to do, more engineering work, something similar to what maybe Nona was doing. Or you guys can seek out Red and Volker. They do appear to be going on some kind of water run, and you can be muscle on that. What do you want to do? I, I do think that the correct order here is we did sort of our main quest is to try and go talk to Red and Volker. So we should probably do that. Mm-hmm. Secondary is take over this city, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Set phasers well, to kill. broken. All right. Good plan. Go team. Also, um, what, one thing I will mention, I don't know if we have time to swing back by the ship, but the next time, you know, how I kind of have my project list and the current top project on that list is fixing Arcus's, Arcus's arm. arm. Yep. I'm going to put another one above that, which um, you and I have discussed, but I don't believe has been discussed on air before um, with a slight modification, which is I wanted to put some random junk kind of on my arm such that right. I could camouflage the fact that my little USB thing comes want, out of it. You want to pretend to be, uh, have cybernetics. I think mm. we're past that point now. I think I need to tweak it a little bit because people have seen that I have not been walking around with a fully out there cybernetic arm. So I want to make a power glove. So we're going <laughs> to cut off her arm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a, a thing that you'd be able to do. Make sure to make note of it uh, yeah. and let me know just when like you've done it. When it but yeah, is that's a, that's a pretty easy thing to make it's for you. Just, it's just you, cosmetic. Exactly. You're literally just putting a bunch of like wires and stuff to make mm-hmm. it look like a thing. I'm probably, you know, like the Nintendo controller. Nice. <laughs> She's really just taking the skin off. <laughs> Um, so you're going to seek out Red and Volker. Okay. Um, 
you are able to do so pretty easily. Uh, Aletta would have given you a little bit of direction other than just like, yeah, they're going on this water run. Uh, so you make your way back down. You catch probably the the, the two o'clock uh, elevator down to the ground floor. Um, and you come down with, uh, there's not a ton of people in this one because uh, the workday hasn't been done. Um, but there's just a ton of materials that are just stacked up in a corner that are on these different uh, vehicles that seem to be going to different places. Um, and metals in various states of refinement. So some that seem to be in like these long steel beams, some that seem to be almost like built into circuitry already and just a bunch of these circuit boards all, all like in these neat little um, carts. Uh, but as you make your way all the way down uh, and you walk out into sort of the, the ground level, uh, you see that uh, Red and Volker, um, who you guys met briefly before, Red is the the muscular man with the, the deep burgundy sh- shirt, um, a little bit on the the older side, um, the silver fox, if you will. Um, oh, I will. Red, red fox. I, I believe I also will. Thank you. And uh, I won't. Volker, who wears the same the same uh, shirt, but has modified it, uh, tearing off the sleeve to the shoulder and rolling up the other sleeve on the other arm, and wears that a metallic shirt. green lipstick on the middle third of their mouth. And as you approach, you just see the two of them getting a, a group of people to, to drive these two, these three massive trucks. Red sees you approaching and says, oh, hey, guys, haven't seen you around since the Stoss and Wastes. How's, <laughs> how's, it, how's everything going? Oh, you saw us? <laughs> you, we're, trying to, we're trying to be... It was, we're hiding it was in the bushes. Yeah, no, that yeah, is, we... It is, I believe he's trying to be humorous. Aha! <laughs> Good one. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah that those was... are big trucks. You could probably fit like ten of those into the <laughs> elevators. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, uh, that probably about exactly that amount. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, you got a good eye there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not just here to crack jokes. Uh, Aletta sent us down here. Uh, she said you were doing a water run and might be able to use another pair of hands oh yeah yeah we only were only able to to scrape up enough to have drivers so it's just going to be volker and myself protecting the three of these guys but if you guys can help out i can probably find uh, it in my budget to maybe give you guys each like 500 credits something 2000 credits as a whole i don't know how you guys split up money we don't we're very communistic like that (laughs) yeah no that sounds Pretty good to me. Yeah, we're just really looking for the opportunity to get out of the city, maybe go see the lakes. We've been cooped up in here for just a little bit, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. It it, it, it definitely gets a little stuffy in here at times. Definitely nice to get out. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we can we can definitely use you guys. Um, so uh, how's the best way to do this? Um, one of you can come with me. One of you can go with Volker and the other two will be in the other truck. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Who's coming with me? Hmm. <laughs> I'm paralyzed with indecision. <laughs> yeah, who who Not want, everyone jump I really, in once. I really want to let... No, we need to let Micah make her choice first. <laughs> okay. Which this is... 
I've been, been thrown into a dating simulator. I've been told that Red is happily married, so I guess I will try and sit with Volk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. So, uh... In that case, I think strategically, I would recommend Alex with the big fighter sure, guy sense. and then myself and Claire together yeah, as I'm right. a little bit more on the tankier side. I'm not a tank, but I'm, I'm closer to a tank than I'm maybe a tank. others. I have legs. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're, we're heading out in about 30 minutes, um, but we can we can get... Uh, like worry about that the paperwork afterwards, but yeah, two thousand credits as a whole makes sense. Yes, handshake. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, we're gonna do some. Afterwards. <laughs> All right. Do you want to do it now? No, no, that's fine. Do it, it, I'm cool. It, it, it's, it's really just like an audit trail kind of thing. So who worked on what? Yeah, I definitely have a time where I'm not worrying about paperwork. <laughs> Are you do okay? You, do you not? He's kidding. You know he's kidding. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. That one wasn't. No, no I'm fine. I'm All right. Cool. Okay. You're hip. You're with, I'm it. Been with it. No. But right. I'm, but Anywho. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. 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 Yeah. Well, we can we can uh, absolutely go, uh, do all of that. Two thousand credits. All of you guys. And I suppose we'll head out some um, next, next time. time. <laughs> <laughs> what, do, what do you mean? <laughs> Next time on Why is it going black? <laughs> oh, God. Why am I going into the void? I, want I, to live. I always forget until it happens. Oh, oh my God. My God, I'm scared. <laughs> Hold on to be clear. <laughs> <So dumb. laughs>